In my final year of preparation before being ordained a priest, uh, that, that year, at the beginning of that year, we are ordained to the diaconate. And I was assigned to our cathedral in Harrisburg. I was initially there with Father Rosman and then Father Brommer. But I remember Father Brommer said, let's do the sprinkling rite for Mass this weekend. And I said, okay. They'd never done it before. I thought, this will be exciting. So I walked around with him. I held the, the bucket of holy water, and I stood just behind him as he's sprinkling people. And he got this really cool sprinkling thing. It's actually like a, like a wicker broom kind of thing. We have one. I only used it once when I realized what it does. It's like a super soaker, <laughs> which is funny unless you're there standing holding the bucket, and the priest is dipping the brush in and whipping it back and forth. By the time we got up to the uh, celebrant's chair, up to the sanctuary again, Father Brahmer looked and <laughs> he chuckled, and I walked back to the sacristy. I was soaked with water. So the next Mass, we were going to do the same thing, so he uh, went to, he said, you may bless yourself. And I said, well, hold on. Took my glasses off. I set them on the table, and, and then I blessed myself, and uh, he laughed again. I told him later, I said, you could laugh because you weren't the one walking around looking like a mop. So I didn't want you to be our diaconal mop tonight. I didn't think that would be good. But I was really covered with that holy water. And actually, it was a really good image to know what it is that our baptism did for us. When we were baptized, usually just a small amount of water is poured over our heads. And when that happens, though, something amazing and out of this world occurs. The grace of God is uh, poured out upon us in a, like a, a raging river. We are washed totally clean by that holy water. And the reason that that actually does something is because we do what Christ himself did. When Christ allowed himself to be baptized, it wasn't that he was a sinner and needed the grace. That's why we need it. But he was baptized on our behalf. So that when we are baptized, we are configured to Christ. And our souls are made new and perfectly united to him. Every stain of sin is washed away through the waters of baptism. And we are claimed by Christ forever. Nothing can take our baptism away from us. Nothing can cause us to lose that um, seal of Christ. We may choose whether or not to live it out. But through those saving waters, we are claimed by Christ forever. Every part of us, every uh, down to the smallest bit of our soul, is filled with God's grace, his light, and his love. And that's why as we celebrate this feast of the baptism of the Lord, we have this sprinkling rite to remind ourselves of our baptism. I debated getting snowballs from outside. I thought that'd be really fun. 
would also be a great way to get a call from the bishop. So I thought, let's not do that. But it's a reminder that in our lives at one point, we were claimed by Christ. So one of the most beautiful phrases, there are two very beautiful phrases in the, the ritual of baptism. One, the, the priest calls someone by their name. He says their name and he says, I claim you for Christ our Savior by the sign of his holy cross. And he traces the sign of the cross on the person's forehead. And as he does that, he is prefiguring what is going to happen through those waters of baptism, and that person will be claimed forever by Christ. Not as a, not as a, a possession or, it's not like Jesus says, look at all these people I've collected. But we are forever his beloved sons and beloved daughters. Always and forever. And then at the end of the baptismal liturgy, there are, there's a, a threefold blessing. There's different options, but my favorite is there, there's first one for the father. Um, nope. First one for the mother, and then for the father, and then for everyone. But the one that is for the mother is particularly beautiful. Because it says, as she sees the light of eternal life, Shine upon her child. May she rejoice with them forever in heaven. See, at baptism, the light of eternal life is given to us. We are changed forever. We forever belong to God. And so if you're going through life and ever wonder if you are really loved, if you are really worthy of love, if you're good enough to be loved by God, the answer is always and forever that you are. You are as loved by God. Let me, God loves you in the same way that he loves his son. There's a book it's uh, kind of a children's book. It's called I, I Will Love You Forever. It's a very touching story of a mother and her son. And each passage of this little book, it's the mother saying to the son, I will love you forever. And then as his mother grows old, the son begins to say it to his mother. And as he lays her down to sleep one night because she is losing her memory and he's caring for her, she's a very poignant and beautiful scene. He says, I will love you forever and always. That's what God wants us to know. That's why we celebrate the baptism of the Lord and our own. To remind us always and forever that we are loved by God.